and welcome to another episode of Girl Source Chats. In today's episode, I sat down with the beautiful Eline, the founder of Singapore's largest wallet-friendly vintage and rework store, Vintage Weekend. Vintage Weekend specializes in styling and creating sustainable fashion for the mass market. They stock original and reworked vintage pieces in a huge variety of styles from the 50s to the Y2K eras. As Girl Source is a brand that also advocates for the sustainability and fashion movement, we thought Eileen was the perfect guest to tell us a little more about sustainable fashion and how she makes it fun and fresh. So without further ado, let's hear from Eileen herself. What inspired you to start Vintage Weekend? I think what inspired me initially was just because I love to go shopping. <laughs> I think enough. like many other girls out there, we just love to buy stuff and like I also really like to try different types of aesthetics. Like I feel that I'm pretty adventurous when it comes to like clothing and fashion in general. So I just really like to have that variety and that uniqueness, especially within like the vintage kind of like vintage fashion scene because um, I did like to go like vintage shopping and thrift shopping, especially when I was um, overseas, especially when I studied overseas um, for a period of time during exchange. And I did travel quite a bit before we started this. So I did see a lot of vintage stores and thrift stores. And I always went in and always buy stuff because <laughs> I just like the fact that the items there are like unique. You can't really find it anywhere else. You wouldn't be wearing something different. That was like the core of like what I really liked about the vintage things, I guess. And I, I do like exploring the different types of aesthetics, whether it's like a little bit more street style or a little bit like softer, super vintage. I like, I like everything. <laughs> Yeah, I've noticed. I've seen your Instagram and your TikToks and you have a real knack for styling all of these different kind of genres of fashion, which I think is really cool. So why do you think youths are more interested in sustainable fashion? I think over the years, like I think when we first started Vintage Weekend, which is about like seven years ago now, wow. um, the scene wasn't that big. People weren't really that concerned with buying sustainable or anything like that. But over the years, we've definitely seen an increase in people who are like interested in the sustainable movement and they want to be a part of it. Um, so they make like conscious choices to like switch from maybe buying fast fashion to go thrifting, buying vintage or like buying reworked items, which is something that we came up with later on as well in the later like this last two, three years that like we came mm -hmm. up with that. So I think it's good that people start to be more aware of the environment. Of course, the issues with the environment, they always existed. It's just that there's probably not enough awareness. Mm. I definitely think that social media helps to kind of spread the message. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I think that's why the youth, a lot of youth are into it right now because it's kind of like the cool thing to do. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be too like um, jaded about it, but like it is the cool thing to do, which is great. But yeah. Um, for us, we definitely think about how to make it like a longer term mm. uh, solution to the problem. Kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And I think more people are much more educated about sustainability and like fast fashion and things like that. So I think a lot more youths kind of want to be on trend in a way. But do you think mm. the trend kind of takes away from like the meaningfulness of the whole cause? Mm. I think that there are different stages where like we keep we try to like um, change the consumer mindset whether they're young or they're old it definitely takes time there will always be people who will be the first to champion any cause right. so people who are super um, 
into the sustainable movement and like they're super living like super eco-friendly life, like totally into the zero waste lifestyle. That's great. But um, I would say that like these people only contribute to like a small amount of change. Mm. But what is needed would be like a much larger scale kind of change to happen. So it's right. good that it's on trend because then you get more people on board, more people be interested and like converted into this um, way of thinking. Yeah. Um, so it's a good thing, but of course it does need to be coupled with like consistency and like right. continually pushing the message because I definitely see that because it's trending now, I do see like big brands who also kind of hop onto the bandwagon. Right. We don't know what, what's right. their intention. Of course, um, being businesses, we all are out to like, we have to earn money, if not, we just can't survive, right? Yeah, but um, it definitely time will tell whether these will be like long-term movements or it's just like a short-term thing just to like fulfill the trend. Yeah, yeah. Especially when it comes from the source, like we are selling the stuff, like for big brands, they're selling items. So they will definitely focus on sustainability if it's trending. But if it's not, then that's where we'll have to see, I guess. Yeah. That's so true, at least for now, because it's trending, it is still creating change. And mm-hmm. I think that's what we need a little bit more. So I think that's a great thing. So yeah. thank you for that. And I understand that most of your items are made from vintage discarded fabrics and materials from fashion production waste. How do you upcycle these materials into the fashionable clothing that you have in your stores? Well, I, I do take a lot of, um, I do like, do a lot of research and kind of like try and figure out creatively like how can I reuse fabrics in a in a nice manner I guess like nice and trendy manner where people will want these items because I don't want to be like I want to be producing products that people actually want and not products where people don't want just because it's sustainable because I feel that that in itself isn't really a sustainable business model yeah yeah, yeah because I for us um being that our main goal is to be the sustainable alternative to fast fashion, mm-hmm. I definitely make sure that like um, in terms of design and doing the reworking, we definitely want to be keeping up with the trends, like whatever fashion trends there are up. So I would look at what trends are coming and I will look at the materials that are available to me. Um, mm-hmm. And then I will try and figure out how to like kind of marry the two and okay. produce something that people want. Yeah, at a at an affordable price, of course. Like one of um the main things that we it's like the main ethos of our business is to let the sustainable items remain affordable because that will allow more people to kind of join the movement as well. Because I'm sure if you um if you look at some sustainable brands and stuff like that, sometimes their products are pretty expensive. Mm. So it makes it a little bit inaccessible to right. Um, some people like yeah. so maybe a majority of the people um so people who are ex- wanting to explore a sustainable lifestyle and zero waste and things like that maybe they might not have the resources to kind of um get involved just because they don't have the budget for it yeah so yeah, yeah i we we definitely want to make sure that we keep our prices affordable so that like more people can be into it they, even if they're buying for the first time they would see that like oh okay it's like affordable it looks good and then they would be more convinced by the whole idea of it. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So I remember when I worked with you before that you had a lot of pieces that you upcycled and worked into, you worked some materials into products. And I remember this beautiful patchwork uh, tote bag. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was wondering if you could kind of give us an example of maybe one of the pieces that you're really proud of, maybe because it has a cool 
kind of upcycle aspect to it? Now that you mention it, yeah, I would say that like for our patchwork items, they were one of our first um, rework items that we tried. Honestly, I would say that like in the very initial stage, that was the that was like the direct way that I thought we could use fabric making patchwork. Because mm-hmm. I mean it's pretty obvious, like um different scraps of fabric and you know, sew them together kind of right. kind of thing, right? But um so that would be to this day, I still really like it and mm-hmm. I still feel that it is super unique. It is something that definitely is one of a kind because no two like color palettes are alike and things yeah. like that. But I would say if you ask me this year, what I would be most proud of <laughs> is figuring out how to rework luxury scarves. Yeah, that would wow. be something I would be most proud of. Um, we've actually made these luxury scarves into bags and, um, of course, apparel pieces like clothing and stuff like that. So that would be something that I'll be most proud of this year, I would say, because being that the material is pretty delicate and hard to work with, and it took us quite many months to kind of like figure that out and get it done and everything. So yeah, that would be the item that I'm most proud of now. I, I would say that like I'm kind of a appreciator of everything, so that never will be like a one person that is like my main inspiration or like one item that will be like right. the item that I'll do forever. I just like exploring different things. Right. So at different points of time, I kind of like am obsessed with different things, yeah. I guess. So my current obsession will be the scarf items. And yeah, corset as well. I like corsets. Amazing. The shape, the shape of it. <laughs> I love that when you're speaking, you sound so passionate about it. You're so excited about it and you're glowing while talking about it. So I love that. And I love that you continue to explore. And of course, that puts a lot of more interesting, amazing items that people like me can purchase. So really looking forward to that. And also what I think is so amazing about your brand is that it caters to all ages, sizes, and genders. So I wanted to ask you, what is your stance on inclusivity within the fashion world? I would say it's pretty important. Perhaps it wasn't as important before, like when I was younger and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I would say that it's pretty important now, like um, as with social media and everything. But my personal, like personally, what I feel is that like fashion is just like a tool that makes you look, like helps you to feel good. Like yeah. when you look good, like I, I definitely think that because like when I dress up and stuff, I feel good and I like it. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes the same for like a lot of people. And I try to um, encourage people to try different styles. Mm-hmm. So um, being that we are a pretty inclusive brand, like we do want to like make sure, I always make sure that we stock like um, a variety of different sizes, whether it's petite or like, um, I hesitate to use the word regular, but like regular, I guess, mm-hmm. like the average size and then um, plus sizes as well. Make sure that it's a variety so that, um, people of different sizes can find something that they would like um, and then for items that we make we are constantly trying to work on how we can improve the rework process such that we can cater to different sizes as well and when it comes to like gender I mean I don't really think much of gender at all like That's because amazing. I feel that it's just it's just clothing like it's just clothing people can, can wear, wear whatever what, they want yeah, to wear yeah whatever you want as long as you like it and feel good like I mean, why not? You know, Go put ahead. It on strut out, strut Amazing. out onto the street, and like, yeah, Just be confident. Not? Wear with confidence, and yeah, you know, yeah. it's empowering. So, I realized that your store is highly popular amongst the youth in Singapore. So, how do you and your team stay trendy and relevant? I think we put a lot of effort into our content, like um, production and things like that. Um, 
doing shoots, um, taking videos for social media and doing editing and all this. I think it definitely is way more work than it looks. Mm, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely way more work than it looks. I would say that like anyone else who is also in this field doing content production would probably say the same. Like it's long hours, it's hard yeah. work, it's hot, it's like backbreaking, literally. But, yeah. but that's the way that we feel would be the best way to reach out to the most people possible. Yeah, so definitely that's what we focus on. And I, I, I mean, I really do enjoy doing it as well. I do want to show people like um, different ways how to wear it. We definitely understand if we just have a store on our own, um, there are like kind of a limited amount of people that we can reach. But yeah. with social media and like pushing content, we can definitely spread our message to like as far as we can kind of yeah. go kind of thing. So um, that's always been our focus since the start, I think, like social media marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, when we first started, it was just like Instagram and then right. like a little bit of Facebook or something. But um, now I think it's definitely, we have definitely like taken it to a new crazy level <laughs> that we are producing content every day. Kind of that's thing. amazing. So, like you said, you have a live stream happening later today, right? Yeah. 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 I do. So despite the long hours and everything, your final product is always just mesmerizing. Literally every time I'm scrolling TikTok, I'm looking forward to having you guys pop up onto my FYP because the content that you guys have is so captivating and so exciting and quirky and fun. So for all of those listening, if you have yet to see Vintage Weekend on Instagram and TikTok, I suggest you check that out because you'll be scrolling for hours, trust me. So speaking of which, sometimes having great clothes is not enough to be a fashionista. Through your TikToks, it is apparent that you have a knack for styling, which is what Girl Source is all about. So what tips would you give those who need help with putting together a vintage outfit that stands out? Mm, I would say that like, I would base a lot of like when I style someone else, I would say I base a lot of it on their existing personal style. I feel that um, in order to feel good and look good, you kind of have to feel comfortable in it first. So mm-hmm. if you're just starting out, I would say to just pick like a few key pieces that kind of suit your personal style, but a little bit off, like a little bit different and try that out first. And then when you feel comfortable with it, you can explore more crazy options. Like for example, mm-hmm. if someone were to say like they wanted to try it out, I wouldn't give them our patchwork pants as like a first choice because (laughs) it might be a little bit too intimidating, the whole style and like they would be really confused how to style it and things like that. But I would start off slow, maybe with like a little vintage outerwear that they can put on over their like um, regular outfit just to give it a little bit of like a facelift kind of thing. yeah, and then as it progresses, you definitely find that you'll be more and more adventurous in trying different stuff. I mean, that's from my personal experience. I feel like that's how I kind of explored more styles as well. I wouldn't say that like when I first started, I was like gonna, I had like all these ideas in my head or anything. It definitely came with like the journey itself. So I think everybody's like, I mean, life is a journey, but everybody's like little fashion exploration is also a little journey. So I mean, fashion changes and like your personal style will change as well. So I think in the vintage scene, there are definitely many, many different items that can suit everyone's different aesthetic. Yeah, Yeah, because I guess fashion is a way for people to express themselves. And, you know, people are forever changing. Fashion is forever changing. And your own personal style is forever changing. So I think that is some great advice. 
And I've heard you mention it a few times as we've been chatting, but what is your position on the notion of look good, feel good? Well, I, I definitely like, I definitely think that that is true. I mean, when I, I mean, it definitely, if you think about it as like, it's not like a whole life ethos or whatever, because like it will come across a little superficial, but like mm. when people oh. look at themselves, like, and they feel that they look good, then it does give like a positive effect. Like just, if you look good and you look at a mirror, you feel like you look good, you go out, you just feel that bit more confident and like you're that bit more like fearless kind of thing. So yeah. I feel that like it definitely is a good thing for everyone to just look in the mirror and like put on a good outfit. It's a simple thing and like it can easily make you feel good. So I mean, in life, there are a lot of things that are complex, but like, just looking at yourself in the mirror and like putting on a good outfit, I think that's easy, like an easy win, you know? Yeah, yeah for sure. I think yeah. it's a good way to show yourself a little bit of self-care, you know, like yeah. it's free therapy, you know, it puts you in an yeah. instantly good mood and you're ready to conquer your day. So that's awesome. Yeah. And that brings me to my last question. How would you advise women to show themselves more self-love? I think being confident and just be believing in yourself would be pretty important um definitely there are times where you'll feel less confident and you feel like mm, maybe can I do this or can I do that maybe I can't kind of thing but like when that happens to me I would just kind of like take a step back do something that I really like whether it's like having a nice meal um going to hang out with my friends or like putting on a good like putting on a good outfit, taking some cute pictures. Yeah. It's I would say it's the little things. A lot of times like big problems kind of like are like kind of too big, too massive to like handle. So I have to say like breaking it down kind of like makes it a little bit more terrible. Um, yeah. Like you're able to digest it a little bit better. And I feel that like that's a good way to kind of show yourself a little bit of love because um if you are to be like bothered by like humongous problems that you can't solve all the time then like it would be a very like unloving and uncaring uncomfortable situation yeah. you know what I mean yeah I I wouldn't say like oh go out and have a shopping spree or like yeah. go out and like get a spa I mean, these are all like um, transient things and like it's not for everybody anyways yeah. so I would say that just doing small things and letting yourself be happy with those small things would be like the best way to just be happy in general and for women, for everybody, whoever. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much. I've had such a lovely time talking to you and I've learned so much from today's episode. So yeah, thank you so much for being here today, Eileen. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it too. First podcast. <laughs> all right. Pleasure is all ours, truly. Have a great day, Eileen. You too, you too. Bye. And thank you, listener, for tuning in to this episode of Girl Source Chats. We hope you have learned a little more from Aline about sustainable fashion, as well as how to style the perfect vintage outfit that will leave you feeling confident and empowered. We also hope you notice little things in your life that make it worthwhile, even when things feel a little too overwhelming. With that, be sure to check out our website, www.girlsource.com, and subscribe to our podcast for more episodes. Lastly, follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. This is your host, Carisha, and you've been listening to Girl Source Chats. Until then, take care and have a beautiful day ahead.